You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. Looking for ideas on where to take your family for your next vacation? You're in luck because today we're sharing some of our favorite family-friendly hotels and resorts we visited. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. Today we are talking all about family-friendly hotels and resorts, so we gave Pam the day off. As a parent and the one who plans all of the travels for our family, it can be a lot of work deciding where to go on vacation and where to stay. Today we're sharing some of our favorite places that we have taken our families, and we're hoping that this gives you some inspo or places for you to take your families as well. So Alex, you want to kick it off with our first favorite place? Yes. So Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach is located in Huntington Beach, California, as the name would suggest. This is a Category 6 Hyatt property, so it's going to cost you twenty one to 29,000 points per night. What I love so much about this hotel is it's across the street from the beach. And so you just don't really find, you know, a ton of hotels that have that great beach access. You do have to cross a parking lot. And so it does, it's not like you're going to be there in, you know, 10 steps or anything, but it's really, really great location. What I really like about it too is there's a bridge that crosses the main road and it's a really cute little bridge. And then at the end of the bridge, they have beach chairs umbrellas, beach toys, everything that you need to enjoy a day at the beach there for you. That's included in your stay. And so I really love that. It just makes it really easy because you don't have to worry about bringing any of that stuff or buying it when you get there. One of my favorite things about it, it also has a fun pools, poolside food service. It's the full resort experience. And so if you want to visit a resort, and be able to enjoy the beach, I think it's a really great place to go. It's also close to Disneyland. It's like 30 minutes away or so. I know, Jess, you guys have gone to Disneyland when you've stayed there. We're pl- I'm planning a trip for later this early spring where we're going to spend one night here and then go up to the Hyatt House in Anaheim and have a beach day before Disneyland. So it's a really fun, nice hotel to do kind of with a Disneyland trip as well. Yeah, we did a day trip to Disneyland when we stayed there most recently. We were there over Easter weekend, and it was actually a a really fun time to be there because they had a person dressed up as a rabbit. They had an Easter egg hunt. They had a brunch that you could go to. And so we really enjoyed our time there for Easter, but we also did a day trip, like you said, to Disneyland. And it was really, it was convenient to, we just rented a car and we drove there and parked at Disneyland. And so it's a really good option. Um, if you don't want to stay right 
on Disney property or anything like that. Another thing we love about this hotel is their breakfast. I will say it is one of my favorite Hyatt breakfasts for globalists out there. Did you purposely say breakfasts? Oh my gosh, did I say breakfasts? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm turning into my mom. Well, she's not here with us today, so I had to make it feel like she was still part of it. You guys, I am turning into her. The apple does not fall far from Um, the tree. Nope. Okay, the breakfast there is really good. (laughs) They have a buffet and you can order off the menu. If you go, get the Soka. Soka. The Soka waffles. They're like a chicken waffle with a egg. Is eggs Benedict? No, it's like a cornbread waffle with like fried chicken on top and then an egg on top of that with like hollandaise sauce. It's so good. That's my favorite thing. I think that the Higher Regency Huntington Beach is my favorite globalist breakfast in the continental U.S. Like for sure. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. Just share with us one of your family favorites. Yeah. So one of our favorites, we are actually headed there again pretty soon, is the Andaz Costa Rica. It is a Category 6 Hyatt. So like the Huntington Beach, it's going to range from 21,000 to 29,000 Hyatt points a night. I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. We've been there once before, and now we're going back. Me and Molly and my mom are going back for Molly's winter winter break, I guess. it's in, She gets a week off in February. So we are going there for that week. It's. I feel like it is a really good option for either adults or families. They do have an adults-only pool, and so and they have a spa, and so it's a really great option for that. But it's also a great option for families. Their pools are really family-friendly. They have one of the zero-entry pools that I find is always really good for young kids. They have free snow cones by the pool. You can sit on your balcony and just like see monkeys playing and swinging from the trees that was this is probably molly's favorite resort we've ever been to she we would just wake up in the morning and she would go out on the balcony and see the monkeys and it just made her day to be able to to do that and so great option for kids they also have a kids club there and yeah it's just it's it's just a beautiful property they have a beach club that they will shuttle you to or you can take a water taxi and so you can get a little bit of pool time. You can get a little bit of beach time at their beach club. And then they also have different excursions that you can book through the hotel. I think we're going to try out the sloth sanctuary this time, but lots of different excursions depending on how adventurous you want to be. So I think it's a really good option in Costa Rica. You fly into Liberia Airport if you want to go there. Southwest flies there. So that's what we're doing. We are flying Southwest from Houston. And yeah, just a really great option, not super far from most places in the States. And so always, I'm always on board for Costa Rica. That has been on my short list for a long time. I just haven't found good flights from Salt Lake City. I even, I looked for like upcoming spring break, which of course, Spring break is always going to be a little more pricey with the flights. But I even looked in because your flight is what, like two or three hours from Houston? 
Yeah, it's like two and a half hours. It's a pretty short flight. Yeah, so I've even thought, we'll go to fly to Houston. We could go hang out with Jess for a couple of days, and then we could go to Costa Rica and just... Because we can fly direct from Salt Lake to Hobby and then from, you know, Hobby. Do you fly to Hobby when you go? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's what we'll have to do when we decide to do it. Because otherwise, some of the flights out of Salt Lake are just long. There's red eyes. And you know I'm not going to do a red eye with the four kids. So that is one that's... Like, I've been dying to go and try this hotel because you love it. My mom loves it. I feel like everybody that goes loves it. And we have not been to Costa Rica yet. So we will be doing that hopefully sooner than later. And I know that you are not a coffee drinker so that this is not going to appeal to you whatsoever. But they have an amazing coffee barista who works at the Andas and also runs a coffee class that you can take. It's an extra charge, but not a lot. I think it was maybe $30 or $40. And I took it when we were there and it was amazing. You, But you get like really buzzed on caffeine because you try all different kinds of caffeine, all different ways of brewing it. And so, but it was so much fun. And so they have a lot of little things like that, little add-ons at the resort that is not an all-inclusive resort. I don't think we said that, but not all-inclusive. If you are a globalist, then you can get you know, the free breakfast, but their food is amazing. The barista class is amazing. They also have a cocktail class that I've heard good things about, but I have not taken. And so lots of different options for kids and adults and families. And so I think it's a really great option, no matter what kind of dynamic you have. And you forgot to mention you had a celebrity sighting while you were there. Oh, we did. So Bethany Frankel and her daughter were there at the same time that we were. They were by the pool with us. And yeah, I did not really talk to her. I was trying to, you know, leave her alone, give her her space. Um, But she was there with her daughter and I pointed her out to Molly and Molly quickly said, who's Bethany as she was walking by? And so that was only slightly embarrassing. But yeah, so, you know, I paid zero dollars to stay at the same resort as Bethany Frankel. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. All right. Tell us about the next resort. Yeah. So speaking of celebrity sightings, this next resort, my friend's sister was there on points and she sent a picture to me and Shaquille O'Neal was there hanging out at the pool. So our next one is the Grand Hyatt Kauai. We both love this property. I this was the first property that I like the first trip I ever travel hacked was to Grand Hyatt Kauai with my husband. And then we went back for spring break last year with all with the kids and my parents came. So it's an amazing, amazing property. Category seven. So you're looking about twenty five to thirty five thousand points a night. It's located in Poipu. It's on the beach. So really pretty setting scenery. It's kind of at the end of the area so there's not a ton of stuff right by it which is nice because it's not as busy um but the beach isn't recommended for swimming we did see some people swimming and my kids boogie boarded like a tiny bit but it's not good there's it's rocky so you know if a beach swimmable beach is really important to you then this might not be the best property but it has amazing pools 
lots of pools, water slide, a huge lagoon that looks out to the beach. It's huge. And you will get your steps in while you're there. You, The nice thing, though, I feel like even though it's really big, I feel like you can still find seating. Oh, yeah. We never... Yeah, we never had a problem. I mean, even we would go out. We would do things where like in the morning we'd go drive around the island and then come back. And so we weren't going out to the pool until, you know, 2, 3 p.m. And there were still plenty of seats. So it's not one of those resorts where you have to get up at 7 a.m. and go save a seat by the pool or anything like that. Yeah. So we when we went, we stayed at the Grand Hyatt Kauai and the Hyatt Regency Maui. We really like both of them. Grand Hyatt Kauai, I will say, is probably is like more upscale or like fancier, grander. Um, but the Hyatt Regency Maui is more recently renovated. Grand Hyatt is getting renovated though. So that will be really nice. Um, my oldest though said between those two, when we tell ever we talk about it, he prefers Grand Hyatt Kauai. He really, really loved it. I think it was the lagoon for him. That's because he's smart. <laughs> you know what, though? Hi, Regency Maui. We're, we're go- we have a trip planned. Actually, we have both those properties booked right now. And I'm not sure what we're going to end up doing because one's booked for fall break. One is booked for Christmas for next year. So I'm just kind of seeing where life takes us. And then we'll decide which one we're going to do. But Hyatt Regency Maui is a lot of fun, too. It's a it's a more lively. So if you're wanting, you know, to be able to walk to restaurants, if you're wanting that more lively scene, then that's great for you. The The beach there is more swimmable. If you're wanting it to be a little quiet, I wouldn't say it's necessarily quiet because it's a big resort, but there's not ho- re- other hotels and restaurants right next to you. So if that's more of your vibe, then you'd probably prefer Grand Hyatt Kauai. Both are great for families. Both are, I actually would probably, I don't know if I'd go to Hyatt Regency Maui. I wouldn't probably go there without my kids. But I would go to Grand Hyatt Kauai without my kids. I 100% would never go to the Regency Maui without kids. I would go to the but Grand But you would Hyatt. go to Grand Hyatt Kauai. Yeah, they have an adult, Grand Hyatt Kauai has an adults only pool. Yeah. And I feel like it's spread out enough to where you could get away from kids if you wanted to. Hyatt Regency, it's kind of like, all right, you can't really escape the kids there. So, yeah. No, it's all compact. I'm with you. Like, we would go to Kauai or the Ondas Maui. Yeah, Ondas would be amazing. Okay, next up, Jess, is the Hyatt Regency Lost Pines. This one is the one that Alex and I just met up at in October. And I've always been a fan of it. Being in Houston, it's pretty easy to drive to the Regency Lost Pines. And so my family has stayed there a handful of times. And now I've got Alex aboard the Regency Lost Pines train also. So it is a Category 5 Hyatt, which means it's going to run you between 17,000 and 23,000 Hyatt points a night. If you want to go to the Regency Lost Pines and you want to fly in, you would fly into Austin, Texas, and then it is about 30 minutes outside of Austin. So you would either want to rent a car or you could take an Uber. Um, We didn't really leave the property much once we were there. And so if you're really just planning to hang out at the resort, then you wouldn't really need a car. If you want to explore Austin, then you would want a car. 
But I think part of its charm is that it's removed. And so you don't really feel, you know, you feel like you're just kind of in the middle of your own little slice of country paradise. You don't, there's not, you can't see buildings. You can't see, there's not really restaurants nearby. There's nothing really nearby. I think it's like once you turn off the main road, I think it's about a 10 minute drive before you even get to the resort on some like windy little country road. So I think it's part of the charm that it's a little bit more secluded. There are tons to do there. Great for families. This is probably another one that I would not go to without children. I don't know. I think they do. They do have an adults only pool, but anywhere they have a spa. They have. I mean, I might do like one. I no. I'm with you. I wouldn't do it either because I just feel like there's. At least when we were there, it was like elementary kids running around the place, <laughs> which was so fun for our kids. But if I'm going on a vacation without my husband, I don't want to be hanging out with kids yeah. or without my husband, without my kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to do like the Driscoll or the Thompson Austin if I'm without kids. So, but if you do have kids, it is the perfect spot there are pools there's a water slide there's a lazy river there are bikes that you can ride around there's basketball pickleball tennis um there are some paid activities that you can do like we did geocaching alex's boys did archery and tomahawk throwing you can do zip lining fishing at night they have s'mores every night that are free they have movies on the lawn that are free they're like, you will not run out of things to do here. You could probably go here for four or five nights and not run out of things to do. And so it's just, I like that it's one of those places where, especially as a parent, you know, it's somewhere where you can just go and everything is pretty much planned for you. You don't have to think about, okay, what are we going to do today? How can I entertain my kids? It's like, okay, first we're going to go to the pool and then you're going to go horseback riding. Then we're going to go pet the animals at the zoo. Then we're going to make s'mores. Then we're going to watch a movie. You know, it's just, it doesn't require a lot of thought. What I love about it so much too is it feels like you're in the great outdoors without having to be in the great outdoors. You know, you can have a nice hotel room to go back to, but then during the day you're outside enjoying nature and you're getting to experience all of that, but still having, you know, a nice place to rest your head at night and not be camping. So I was actually like, I, I was surprised by how much I loved it, how much my kids loved it. It was really, really fun. And I think it's good for a variety of ages, too, because Noah's three, right? And mm -hmm. there was plenty to keep him entertained. And then like Molly and Alex's oldest, Eli, are 10 and 11, and there were things to keep them entertained the whole time. And so I feel like for families who have kids with maybe a wide range of ages, it's a really good option because there's a little bit something for everyone. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The next hotel we're going to talk about is not a Hyatt. Shocking, I know. We're going to branch out and share one hotel that's not a Hyatt with you all. It is the Kempton Seafire in Grand Cayman. Like, you know, the Andal's Papagayo, the Grand Hyatt Kauai, these are, this one is a great one to visit either with or without children. I went with just my mom. We had a fantastic stay. 
Jess went with her daughter Molly, had a fantastic stay. We saw kids there having a lot of fun. They do a great job of catering things for adults and also catering things for kids. So I think you could go to this hotel either way and have a great, great experience. So it is going to cost you 70,000 IHG points per night to stay here. Cash rates here are around $1,000 usually. It can vary a little bit, but they can be really pricey. But this hotel is one of those situations where buying points can make a lot of sense. So you can buy IHG points when they go on sale. They make them very affordable. And to use them at a property like this where it's 70,000 points a night, you can buy 70,000 points for much, much less than $1,000. So if you don't have a lot of points, like for when, example, when my mom and I went, we, I think we had enough for three nights. But when you, no, we had enough for two nights. But when you book three nights with points on with IHG, you get the fourth night free. And so it just made sense to get one more night since it would then give us really essentially two more nights. So I bought one night's worth of points. And then we went from being able to have enough points for two nights to have enough points for four nights with the, the fourth night free. So that's something that can take into consideration with this property in particular. Um, did you have to buy points when you went, Jess, or no? I don't think I did because I had opened both the business and the personal IHG cards. And so I had enough for the three nights. But like you said, I did what I did what y'all did and said, if I'm going to go for three nights, then I'm just going to stay for four since that fourth night is free. Yeah. And so we 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 spent the 210,000 points and we stayed for four nights. Nice. So the thing is, so when I got the card, I think the bonus with on the IHG card, it was the personal card, was 140,000 points. So that got us exactly two nights. And then buying, you know, one night and then getting the fourth night. It's pretty awesome when you can get a whole vacation with one sign up bonus. I mean, I know we had, I think I paid like $350 for my 70,000 points that I bought. So significantly less than paying the cash rate. One thing to know, though, is you only get the fourth night free on awards days if you have the IHG personal card or business card. And in particular, it has to be one of their, you know, not their no annual fee card. They have a really old card. I don't even remember that. It's a really, really low annual fee, but you don't get the fourth night free on that card. You have to have one of their like 95 or $99 annual fee cards to get the fourth night free. Um, this property is located right on Seven Mile Beach. So amazing location. What's really nice too, if you bring if you have young kids, kids five and under eat free. I thought the food there was really, really good. Everything that we ordered, we really liked. The poolside food, the pina coladas. Um, there's a couple different restaurants. I liked everything that we had. One thing they do every night at Kimpton's is they have a happy hour. And so they had like a little tacos and drinks for adults, but they also had things for kids. And this is where I feel like they really shine is these little details. So during the happy hour, they had fruit snacks and like Capri Suns for the kids. And out of the pool, they had the sunscreen 
and water station, but then they had swim diapers for the kids. And I haven't really seen resorts offer free swim diapers. So I thought that was really cool. So they just do a lot of little things like that. They have a kids club. They have a little splash pad. It's not open all the time, but they have set hours where you could do the splash pad and they have some water slides. Did Molly do that? Did she do the splash pad there? Yeah, their water park, their like water park splash pad area is pretty legit. Yeah. And she loved it. Like we went there, we went there one afternoon. We probably were, we probably spent like an hour or two at the splash park thing because they had one of those huge buckets that fills with water and then it like turns over and dumps it on you. And she just stood under that thing for like 30 minutes and just had the bucket keep dumping on her. And so, um, it's great. It's great for kids because it's it's like gated in, and so once you're in there, your kid cannot get out. <laughs> yeah, that's and so, so nice. you don't have to worry about them like running into the ocean without you or whatever. They also provide snorkeling. Like Molly and I went snorkeling, and they have all the snorkeling gear. We also went. I think did y'all go s- paddleboarding? You and Pam. Yeah, we went paddleboarding. And that was included. Yeah. I mean, the downside is you do have to pay a resort fee here. And you have to pay yes. that even if you're booking on points. But there's a lot of stuff that is included in that resort fee. And so it's not like where it's like, oh, you get free Wi-Fi for paying $70 a night. You actually get some good stuff with it. Yeah, agree. I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great property. The room, it's pretty new. And so the rooms are beautiful. The area of the beach it's on is beautiful. Like I just remember waking up and going onto the balcony and the water was so blue. And I was like, this is unreal. So definitely highly recommend the Kempton Seafire. Yeah, I would actually love to go back and take my kids sometime. I think that they would love it. The fun thing too is out in the water, they have these big pads where, you know, I could just imagine my kids like wrestling on them and playing like King of the Mountain. They had little soccer goals. And I was like, oh, my kids would love like kicking the ball and having a soccer game on the beach. And they're just a lot to there's a lot of nice things. It's not a huge resort, but I think that's what I like about it. It has more of a boutique feel to it, but enough to do that you'll have a really great time. And there's a lot of options for little day trips or excursions. In Grand Cayman, there were way more than we could even do. <laughs> I think we did one day. Most of the time, we just stayed at the resort because it was just the two of us. But one day, we did take a day trip that we organized through the hotel, and they had a ton of options. So, if you don't want to just sit at the resort the whole time, Grand Cayman is a great place to go because there are a lot of options for other activities. All right, next up is the Hyatt Ziva Cancun. And Alex, I think you're going to talk about this one too because I have never been to the Hyatt Ziva Cancun. Yes, so the Hyatt Ziva Cancun is an all-inclusive resort. It's a Category E, so it's going to run you 35,000 to 45,000 points per night. So a little more expensive, but when you consider you're not having to pay for any of your food or drinks once once you're there, it can, you know, really save you a lot of money. It is located in Cancun, and there is, as the name suggests, it's 
like where it is though it's kind of at the end of the hotel zone where it kind of comes out into this little peninsula which gives it two beaches so it's got one larger beach area where there when we were there last we went in november and there were some pretty decent waves and so we got boogie boards the kids love doing that and then on the other side of the resort there's a little bit more of a calmer beach it wasn't so calm when we were last there but they you know you can they have available for you paddle boards and kayaks and you know those kinds of activities are all included on that side of the beach so this property when I asked my kids where's our favorite place you've been I don't know if they're just saying this because it's the one we went to most recently and because their cousins and grandparents came so it might have like nudged it up there a little higher but they say this is their favorite place to go I think they love that they can just get all of the drinks and food that they want too there is a one of their highlights is they have a candy shop and you can go and they have popcorn they have gelato which it's actually not that good the gelato's not that great like suckers and gummies cakes all sorts of desserts and they would just go like four or five times a day and go get popcorn and gummy worms and all the goodies it's like yes day every day when you're at the Hyatt Ziva Cancun. <laughs> no, it really is. It's like they just really, really loved it. I thought some of them would say like, oh, we loved like they love Hawaii. But there's something about going up and getting all the desserts they want. And in the mornings, they have a churro stand. I don't like till like starting in the morning till the mid morning. It's fresh churros that they make right there for you. So we would always go to walk towards breakfast, get churros, then go eat breakfast, then go out to the beach and get more churros before they closed. So they just find that really fun. We've been there twice now. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like another property, me personally, I'm not going to go to Hyatt Ziva Cancun without my kids, but I would go back and take my kids. Well, and especially after going to Impressions, like if we're going anywhere without kids, it's going to be Impression Moshe in Playa del Carmen, not Hyatt Ziva Cancun. 100%. 100%. The other thing that's really fun about Hyatt Ziva Cancun is they have so many activities. They have what they call their Z Club. Is that what it's called? Don't quote me on that. But they have all their workers that do all of the activities. They do activities by the pool. They do kids club. They have a teens club. They do just like random little pop-up activities throughout the day, like bracelet making or hat designing, painting, all sorts of things. My kids and their cousins loved these workers. There was a few of them that they were obsessed with them. Like they, the workers, this one in particular, his name was Guillermo, but he they would call him Memo. And... He would find them by the pool and sit down with the kids and play a game of Uno with them. And he would bring them treats, like authentic Mexican treats, like candies that you don't find at the resort. Like he brought these from home and was, you know, sharing these things with the kids. And they, they loved him so much. He played soccer with them and was just so, so fun. So I think, I think he kind of maybe swayed them to prefer the Hyatt Ziva Cancun too, because he played with them so much. So 
That's awesome. If you are wanting someone to watch your kids for you, which isn't included in the stay, then I don't know. Look for Guillermo if you go to Hyatt Ziva Cancun because he was the best. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some honorable mentions that we've been to that we would hands down go visit again in addition to the ones we've said before, but just quickly. So first, I'll go first, the Seabird in Oceanside, California, another resort located right on the beach, much smaller than Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach. So, so cute. Another one that we've been to is the Park Hyatt Aviara. It is in Carlsbad, California. You'd probably want to fly into San Diego if you wanted to check out the Park Hyatt Aviara. It is not right on the beach, but it is near the beach. It's very convenient if you want to do the San Diego Safari Park or Legoland. And this one is great for families or couples, but they have a great pool with water slides. They have a huge green area for kids to run around, and I would not hesitate to go back there. We are actually going there for spring break, per Jess's recommendation. And I didn't even realize this San Diego Zoo Safari Park was close to it because we're planning on going there. So I'm happy to hear that. We might do a day at Legoland. We've been twice, but my kid, I'm like, we're that close. Legoland's really pretty cheap too when you compare it to Disneyland. It's really easy and manageable. So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, we could go to Legoland for a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, the Zoo Safari Park is the one where we were driving there. And it's up a little windy mat. You have to drive up a windy road to get there. And Molly got sick in the car. And so I had to go in first and go to the gift shop and buy a shirt and pants for her to wear and then bring them back to the car for her to change. And yes, oh, so that no. is how that's what that's what traveling with kids is like. Wait, so is it that windy? Because I have some. No, she's just very sensitive. Okay. She is very sensitive to any sort of like altitude changes or windy roads. And so, yeah. Okay. Well, that's an interesting way to start your day. Glad they had clothes for her, though. Okay. Next is the Hyatt Regency Scottsdale. My family went here a couple years ago and it was really, really fun, really fun water park. I will say, though, it's currently under renovations, which is was necessary. The rooms were looking pretty tired. But I don't know what to expect with this new opening. If they're changing stuff in the pool or what they're doing, I imagine it. I can't imagine it not just being even better than it was before. It was really a fun resort. I think that they're rebranding it to a Grand Hyatt. Yeah, I've, I've heard if that, I too. I remember that. Yeah, so we'll definitely be going back. Yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there really badly. Um, So once they finish, I think they're supposed to finish in February. So maybe I'll have to find room in my schedule in 2024 to add that one to the list. Good luck. (laughs) Her schedule's crazy. All right, another – I had to throw this in there because I know Disney is huge with a lot of our listeners. We really like both the Hyatt Place and the Hyatt House Anaheim. 
with Disneyland, it's not as crucial for you to stay on property as it is with Disney World. You can often just stay at one of the hotels nearby Disneyland that allow you to use points and easily walk there. And so Alex has stayed at the Hyatt Place Anaheim. I've stayed at the Hyatt House Anaheim. Both are an incredible value for the points. And so I think we would each recommend both of those if Disneyland is on your radar. And then last is the Hyatt Regency Hill Country. That one is very similar to the Hyatt Regency Lost Pines. It's not as big and spread out. It's not as remote, but similar feels, similar country vibes going on at the Regency Hill Country. That one is closer to San Antonio, Texas. And so if you're in the San Antonio area or willing to drive to San Antonio or fly into San Antonio, that's another really great option for families. Okay, next we're going to talk about some hotels we want to try out with our families. Jess has already mentioned a couple that I want to try out. Like I said before, dying to go to Ondaw's Papagayo. I also really want to try out the Hyatt Regency Hill Country and go to San Antonio. So Jess might have to meet us there. We might have to do a Lost Pines like 2.0, but make it San Antonio next time. Um, Another one I want to try is the Hyatt Regency Clearwater in Florida. This is a beachfront property, and what's really cool about it is the rooms have a kitchenette, and when I was looking, it looks like some of the rooms can sleep six people, which is hard to find for a family. So, you know, in the beachfront, it it just looks like a really fun place to go um, take the kids. So I'd like to try that sometime. What about you, Jess? I have the Wild Dunes Resort on the list as one that I want to try with my family. This one is located near Charleston, South Carolina. They have standard rooms with two queens, which is always a plus when you're traveling with a family. And it just, I don't know, I like saw the picture. I saw it mentioned in the Hyatt Globalist Facebook group. And so I didn't even really know it was an option. And I went and did some research and looked at pictures and I was like, that looks really cute for like a little family beach getaway on the beach. And so I would like to try that one. That sound, I looked at the pictures after you mentioned this one and it looks really cute. So you should go tell us all about it and then be the guinea pig and then we'll go if it's really great. I think it'd be fun too because like my family, we... It's just so much easier for us to stay on the West Coast being in Salt Lake City. Right. And so we do need, though, to like spread, like extend our travel reach here and try out some new places. And so it'd be fun to go to South Carolina. Okay, next, I would like, speaking of extending and, you know, visiting some other areas that aren't on the West Coast, I would like to try out the Hyatt Regency Aruba We, the only time I've been to the Caribbean or Caribbean, however you prefer to say it, we actually have a whole episode on that, like travel hacking the Caribbean. And we're like, which way do we, how do we each say that word? And now ever since that episode, I don't even know what I usually say because I like threw me off. But we haven't been, I've only been to the Grand Cayman area. So I would like to go to Aruba and try out some other ones. Did they recently renovate this one? This is actually one that we had booked in summer 2020. And then that never happened. And 
I just never made it back to rebooking it, but I feel like I should because it looks I've heard amazing things about Aruba. Um, I think it's a little bit pricey. I think the I think the food is a little bit pricey just because, you know, island prices. But if your stay is free, then you don't feel so bad spending a little bit more money on your food budget. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun to try just because it's different than what my family's done before. So you know what else is really high on my radar, but it's not even open yet? Is there they're doing an Andaz and Turks and Caicos. And my oldest, he's 11. He is always like, can we go to Turks and Caicos? I want to go to Turks and Caicos. And I'm like, where does this even come from? It's because like when I was 11 years old, I didn't even know Turks and Caicos existed. I didn't even know it existed (laughs) probably 10 years ago, you know? Right. But my mom and dad went with my sister and her family. So he hears about it from his cousin. So he's dying to go. So I'm like, okay, when they open the Andaz Turks and Caicos, we can go. So. That's really high up there on my list, too. I want to go there. And I also, they're opening a Park Hyatt Los Cabos in 2024. Ooh, nice. I don't know how family-friendly it's going to be, but I hear Cabo and I hear Park Hyatt, and I'm like, we're going to try it out. So that's another one that's on my radar. All right. Hopefully, we've given you a few ideas or more than a few to help you decide where to go on your next family vacation. If you visit any of these places, make sure to let us know what you thought by sending us a DM on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.